Congratulations, one and all. We made it! We're here! It's the end of the year, um, and, and despite everything happening in the world, to try to ensure that we wouldn't be here, <laughs> we, we've made it. We've all made it, and we should all be proud, and we couldn't be happier to welcome you to the SocksMakePeopleSexy.net end-of-the-year festivities. Today, we are kicking things off with part one of our annual Album of the Year extravaganza. We are going to be hitting entries number 10 through 6 on our list today, but before we dive into that, introductions are in order. I am your good pal Polly, as always, and I'm, of course, joined by our equally good, if not better pal, Taylor. I think we each have qualities that balance the other out. Yeah. Although... Although sometimes I think we're like siblings displaced by <laughs> a decade or so, so who knows? There's a lot of there's a lot of things there that are like, yeah, we're 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 totally on the level on, but then I'm just like, hey, I like Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> how will we ever get along? How did how did this friendship ever form? Well, it's because we liked better bands like Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Yeah, the the only thing Josh Homme has made that I like is Blues for the Red Sun. Okay, I you know that's absolutely fair, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Taylor, I, I'm gonna throw. Like, I'll, I'll, go ahead. I'm gonna I'll throw him that bone. <laughs> you know what? It, understandable, and I, I I can I can see eye to eye with that. So Taylor, I'm gonna throw a number at you. Mm-hmm. How do you like numbers? Do you like numbers? I like numbers. Can you believe that this is the sixth time we've done this? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you were not ready for numbers. <laughs> you were so oh, not ready. God. Yeah. So we've been doing this since I was like not even done with undergrad. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I threw that number out when we when we recorded the Game of the Year podcast. It's been seven times that we've done that one now. And it's just like yeah. looking back at all of that. Oh, my God. How, think of all, like, I can't even remember now, like, going back that far, like, what were we listening to? I gotta go back and listen to those at some point to see where we were at, like. <laughs> yeah, um, God, well, you know, there was the, the Sleater-Kenny album that was good before the Sleater-Kenny yeah. album I didn't listen to. <laughs> oh, that one, that one. Man, you know, how do you make a Sleater-Kenny album with St. Vincent, and then it ends up being like really boring how do you have the stooges record with steve albini and the result is what happened what is what is music what happened (laughs) god just like you know trent res trent reznor insists the reason that the tapeworm stuff has never come to light is because it wasn't that good (laughs) i've heard a couple of live things and i know that like a couple of artists have gone on to actually record a few of those bits mm-hmm. and pieces, but um, yeah, probably, probably for that pro- that stuff's probably buried because it sounded way better when you were on a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Taylor, um, it's it's been a twenty twenty. Oh yeah, it's certainly. Uh, oh. I'm I I've escaped it relatively unscathed at least. That's that's good. That's good. I, I think that for the most part, other than the, the the mental anguish and just the stress 
and being completely tired of everything. I think that most of us has gotten out of it unscathed. We've kind of avoided a lot of the worst of it. Um, and, and, and a big part of coping with all that is, of course, hey, music. Uh, how has music treated you kind of overall this year? Yeah, it was one of those things. <clears throat> uh, Music-wise, I'm going to call this a 2017-grade year where there was kind of a big lull mm-hmm. and sort of like the winter spring and then it started ramping up as the years went on although there were a few uh shining stars from the very early period oh yeah yeah there were some definite standouts at the start of the year and then i kind of felt like there was this lull for god it felt like forever but everything feels like forever uh this year so it could have literally only just been two months of there being a lull and at 2020 just working it's uh time uh, it's time bloating magic on us. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I remember, I think I told somebody that, uh, March was like two years, April was like two days. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, May and June were like eight years. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the years, just, oh boy. Uh, and then what, what did it end up being like? November 3rd to November 8th was like a hundred years. Oh yeah. That was just its own thing. And like, in, in a way we're still living that it's still just man. It, oh God. It there's so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to talk about that. No. Cause I'll bum myself out. No, we want to talk about, we want to talk about our 10 best albums and Taylor, we're going over entries 10 to six today. Yep. These are certified bangers just from from your best pals with the superior musical taste. And I think rather than dilly-dallying any further, we should just get right into it. What do you say? Taylor, what's your number 10 album of 2020? My number 10 album of 2020 is Visions of Bodies Being Burned by Clipping. Woo! Starting with a banger! Yeah, so this was... uh, Oh boy, number 10 was rough for me this year. Oh no, so many fighting. There was, let's put it this way, there was two albums fighting for number 10. It wasn't like there were, you know, a big pack of honorable mentions. Mm. Just a couple Uh, of shining stars that kind of had to get bumped out of the way for clipping. Yeah, well, really it was... It was my number 10 going to be Peaceful as Hell by Black Dresses, or was it going to be Clipping? Oh, yeah, that, uh, Peaceful as Hell is a pretty good <laughs> album, too. Yeah, so that, that unfortunately, just barely bumped by Visions of Bodies being burned, which I guess is a continuation of their existed uh, addiction to blood. Yeah, it's and basically t- just a straight-up sequel, essentially. Yeah, so you've got... Uh, venerable noise rap group clipping continuing their sort of sci-fi vampire antichrist horror thing (laughs) i don't know what's going on they're out here doing horror core better than anybody who actually claims to be horror core like um yeah it's it's super good yeah so it's you know if if you've listened to Clipping at all before, I'm sure you know what to expect, but they've been on this 
I thought I thought uh, there existed an addiction to blood was a bit too long, yeah. which I talked about last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in terms of their general quality since uh, 2015, uh, Splendor and Misery, I think Ooh, it was what that one was that, called. Yeah, that one was they've good. They've been on this real, yeah, they've been on this real hot streak with these sort of narrative albums with very strong real world connotations yeah and davi diggs is such a good storyteller uh yeah and he's also and he also just straight up shows off on this sometimes <laughs> yeah, like go uh, like he is a he's what they call a lyrical miracle rap and he's not ashamed to bust that to bust that skill set out yeah so yeah no he's hitting some you know He's hitting some light speed bars on this one. <laughs> yeah, like syllables per second is off the charts. Yeah, and that also it also appeals to my, you know, uh ex- extreme music nature as well because there's just some straight up Mersbow on this album oh, yeah. as there always <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> yes. So what what song did you pick from Visions of Bodies Being Burned? Make them dead. Yeah, I kind of figured that, that. That like that's the track that felt like if there is a Taylor track on this album, it's just like the, this track is just soaked in noise. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's that's pretty much how you sum it up. It's the Taylor track. Yeah, there's a there's a few Taylor tracks, but this is the Taylor track for the most part. Yeah, like this is the most like giving <laughs> giving your own musical output. This is the most Taylor track. <laughs> That is true. That's that's kind of, you know, I have a few uh, comments I'll sprinkle through because we always fly off topic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I, I think the most boring album I listened to was called Ravening Iron by I don't even know what the band was called anymore. Oh, no, it's so boring. You for the artist disappeared. Yeah, I made it two minutes into the first song and stopped. Let's put it that way. The most uh, bo- the most boring album I listened to this year was Corey Taylor's solo album, and yeah. he and he was competing with the Smashing uh-huh. Pumpkins with their boring <laughs> ass fucking and and fucking the Pussifer album is garbage, boring too. Yeah, I didn't. None of that was on my to listen to list. I'll just be honest. I didn't listen to any of that. The reason I think of Ravening Iron is because you bring up my musical output, so it's kind of a relevant comment. <laughs> Because uh, I'm just going to say this. I don't want to go here because my mixes are terrible. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Need some work. Need some work. <laughs> not not going to lie. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to go there because my mixes are terrible. But uh, holy shit, I think I could have mixed this Ravening Iron album better. <laughs> uh, so, like, when, you, when you're multi-tracking guitars... And you're doing more than, like, double tracking for one guitarist. When you're getting into the quad and sextuple and octuple tracking of guitars... hmm Polly, what do you not do with regards to panning? Do you not hard pan... Oh, I don't fucking hard pan any... No! Don't! Why would you... Why would you hard pan that many fucking tracks? Because they for it was probably someone in the band mixing it, and they were probably mixing on headphones. Oh, for those of you God. out there who who have no idea what we're talking about, you don't push your multi-tracked heavy rhythms off hard 
either to the left or the right speaker. No. Because it makes your phantom center sound yep. hollow. It's awful. And it, it... <laughs> and it also tramples all over the symbols. Yeah. And symbols are like, the, like with as much compression that gets used in, in, in audio today, symbols are already like f- trying to find a premium in the mix anywhere. So... With all that compression going on already, if you're going to just snuff out the cymbals with 27 tracks of guitar, hard pan to the left for some dumbass reason. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's my spiel on the two minutes I listened to of Ravening Iron. <laughs> so that's, that's a tangent. <laughs> listen to Make Them Dead instead. <laughs> They save you, so make fun when them end comes out of the thing they fund. Run, run, ruler, and run, run, thief. Run, run, run under some belief. Who's your God? Why did he bequeath? Hate when what you sow, you shall reap. Reaper the name and ripper too. Come from tradition just like you. Found fathers, found in same, same crew. So no need, no judge, no just what to do. Walk forward with eyes closed. Say they believe us. Ain't they brought their Bibles? Do they dare deceive them? Step up to the cliff so they can count the blessed. Only the wicked men fall to their death. So make them free in the future. Seethe in the stupor. Grieve. For the chooser Leave With a suture Hands For the contract Bands For the gun rights Scan Can they run right Stand In the sunlight Make them walk 
I hear that there's a number 10 album out there somewhere. There's a number 10 out there floating around somewhere in either... I snagged it. All right, I got it. I didn't have to go far. It's actually on a shelf over this way. Um, my number 10, this is one of those... Um, like, I tried it on a whim and ended up liking it a whole lot albums. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like to like surf around and look for things, look at album artwork, what's coming out. Like, what's going on? I look on Amazon, Spotify. I look at some uh, leak sites as well to see, like, what's coming out? Like, what looks interesting? Um, and <clears throat> so looking at album art, I wasn't even sure of what this album was. I thought it was a hip-hop album at first, just because of the way that <laughs> it looked. Uh, no, my number 10 is R.I.P. Dead End. Um, and this is just, like, like it's some weird, like, fun, horrorcore um very Sabbath-inspired and punk-infused, uh, just some hard rock that sounds real good and is having a lot of fun with itself. Um, and, like, that's kind of, like, why this album's here, is that, uh, so, like, a lot of the times, like, if an album is really fun, it'll kind of sneak its way onto my list, because sometimes, like, that's all it needs to be is fun. Like, uh, Ice Nine Kills, for instance, like that album, like like the the Silver Scream, for instance, is like yeah, that album's super fun, and that's basically how uh, R.I.P. ended up on my list because uh, I went back and I checked out their earlier work prior to Dead End, and it's like oh, this is actually like the bad kind of Sabbath worship where <laughs> you're just trying to be Black Sabbath and it's real boring. No, no, oh yeah, what? there's a. Yeah, like there's a subset of rock that is just so boring and 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 just they just want to be Black Sabbath, um, and that's what everything R.I.P. has done prior to Dead End. So with this album, they've infused a lot of punk into it. There's a lot of energy uh, in this album. The lyrics are goofy as fuck. It's just a mm. bunch of fun horrorcore. You're gonna die stuff, and it, it's great. It's just good fun rock music that you can throw on not have to think a lot about and it's just like and it's just great musicianship a lot of real crunchy guitar stuff here a lot of great soloing um probably a stolen riff or two <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, um i'm i i gave this a couple of spins uh and yeah it, it's pretty good uh uh, are you familiar with the band Municipal Waste? Yes, yes. <laughs> for those of you out there, this I, I get strong Municipal Waste vibes from yeah. this album. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, just like, I, 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 given that it's 2020, we need some fun, and R.I.P., like, that, that, like R.I.P., R.I.P. did that for me, along with the, the new Static X record uh, that came out. Mm. That was that, That's not on my list, but it was fun. 
Um, it, I, I gave it a spin. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> like, Edsel Dope, you know what? He's not Wayne Static, but he does a good Wayne Static. Uh, and, if yeah. that, and if that band's got a future, like, beyond this Project Regeneration thing, like, whatever. Like, maybe, like it's fine. Like, the, what I want out of a Static X album was on that album, so. Yeah. And oh, that, again, yeah. If the germs went on a reunion tour, oh my. why not Static X? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my number 10 is R.I.P. Dead End, and the track that I chose is Death is Coming.
Taylor. Yo. Hey. Hey, guess what? We're moving up to number nine in the world. Do you have, do you got a number nine? You got something you can fill my ears with? A number nine has got a nice, a nice ear feel to it. I do, because uh, uh, my number nine, uh, I'm on cloud nine because Jesus Christ, Boris made a good record. It's No by Boris. Holy crap, it finally <laughs> happened. It's been oh, a while. Man. It's been a while for them to have made a really good album. Well, let's put it this way. It's been a few years since they've made a not boring album. Yeah. And they that's... probably haven't. They probably literally haven't made an album this good since Pink, Pink in 2005. Yeah. Because this, this, like, despite the fact that, like, this album missed my list by, like, one. But I feel, mm. because, I like, for me, it just kind of falls apart at the end, I feel. Like, I don't think it sticks to landing. Um, yeah, that. That ending track is pointless. But but, but you like, know, Boris is weird. What are you gonna do? Exactly. Like like this is as close to a traditional album structure as you're gonna get from them, and I really, really like this album. This is straight up like up tempo sludgy like heavy rocks orange era Boris again. Yeah. It's yeah. just nonstop in your face, high energy shit. Uh it's I guess it's almost like it's like the it's the R.I.P. of my list. Yeah, I get, yeah. There's like the, both albums kind of have that similar up tempo, high energy vibe, uh, and you know, like, and having high energy from Boris is just kind of like that. That's such a rarity uh, these days, anyway. Yeah, Christ. like everything they put out now is just this slow dirge, fifty-five minute one riff. Let's put a lot of noise on it. You know, like. In their early days, they were kind of just doing, like, what Sun does. Yeah. So, my opinion on that kind of thing is, if you're gonna do that, just call up your buddy Mersbau, <laughs> make a fucking hour-long noise track, because I like all of their collaborations. Right, right, those are generally pretty good. Just call up your pal Mersbau, and, or maybe Michio Kurahara, <laughs> I think is the guy they're with. Yeah. Uh, just... Just, you either go all the way with that, or you just do something else. Yeah, you don't half-ass that kind of sound. You just throw yourself yeah. into it, and if you're not technically capable of doing it yourself, then go do something else. Like, no! Yeah, so, in that spirit, my pick for the song on this one is Non-Blood Lore. Yes!
All right, so Polly, Yo. I hear that it's time for a number nine situation. It's time for it is probably the most number nine situation over here in Polyland right now. <laughs> you would not believe how nine it is right now. Uh, so let's let's bring the energy back down a little bit. We started. We've got to kept. We started on high energy note. Let's bring the, let's bring the energy down a little bit. So mm-hmm. my number nine is going to go to our boy Open Mike Eagle. For the mm. an, for the album Anime Trauma and Divorce, so who wants to take a guess about what this album's about? <laughs> uh, it probably the three things in the title. This is one of those ones that's uh, I have a Spotify uh, list of potential things, and mm-hmm. this is one of the albums I didn't get around to. Mm. Yeah, uh, this is just more open mic eagle, but in a more, uh, I mean, it's a title might imply it's a very, <laughs> uh, it's a very personal album. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike's always had this very super conversational and engaging style uh, to his rapping. Uh, and the beats he goes over are just always super smooth and top notch. Like the, the production he gets uh, for his albums and, and, and the way he kind of ties them all together and makes each album its own sonic journey. Uh, it just works really well. Um, and he, again, another fan, like, like David Diggs, he's another fantastic storyteller and he's really good at being animated, uh, emotive and relatable because he's not a, he's not a bling rapper. Obviously he's very much like he is that nerd guy. That's had a pretty crappy year and he's going to rap about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, and like I think this album has the most relatable lyric um, of the year uh, with uh, "It's October and I'm tired." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but this album basically is kind of just the chronicling of a rough year in his life, where he went through a divorce, he lost his TV show, he lost his inspiration as an artist, <laughs> and uh, it's like. It, it's a rough listen if you've gone through any of that. Um, but uh, the track I chose is actually uh, more towards the end of the album because it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, he finds uh, he, he finds a way to kind of take you on that 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 journey of, of of that traumatic journey that he had gone through, and, and he's gonna pull you out of it. And he does it in kind of the nerdiest way imaginable. The track I chose is "I'm a Joe Star," <laughs> Black Power oh. Fantasy. <laughs> Uh, and it is exactly what the song implies. He's taking those themes of JoJo's bizarre adventure and applying them uh. to himself to to empower himself to 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 move forward past these negative things. And it, it kind of makes for this really cool climax uh, to an album that's kind of wallowing in the, this mire of of, of time. Um, and he's pulling himself and the listener kind of back out of it. Uh, to kind of cap off the album for its last couple of tracks. And it just feels real good. Um, and it like, and rather than focusing on the negative, I kind of like, I, I want to put positive energy out there. So we'll share it. We'll share the more positive track uh, from the album. Um, this is I'm a Joe star, black power fantasy from open <laughs> Mike Eagles, anime trauma and divorce. Hi. So this is, this is my, this is what I need to do. I know I need to do something to feel better. This is it. So stop asking me all these questions. Stop trying to take this away from me. 
I have chosen House Joe Star, and I got it right. You can tell from singing my demeanor and my body type. My heart split in two, far boo, part honorable. One part cool, plus two parts comical. And look at what I wear, I keep my hair asymmetrical. I drink too much beer, I should eat more vegetables. Then my waistline will be like I remember it. And you would see the feel, there's a striking resemblance. Cause show the blaze. Strong in the Joe Star family. I know cause I belong to the Joe Star family. You're looking at me like open mic. How can it be? I take it real slow. Cause you ain't understanding me. I'm a Joe Star. I hear you saying, oh my God. I'm trying to tell you I'm a Joe Star. I will never be a co-star. No. I don't give a fuck if I'm a brother, I'm a Joe Star. Either from my father or my mother, I'm a Joe Star. I ain't British, I ain't Japanese, I'm a Joe Star. Tap into my power when I breathe, I'm a Joe Star. I've been waiting for four years and five seasons. Well, goddammit, it's my turn, it's my season. In this chapter, JoJo is African. And it's me, Mike Eagle, I'm the protagonist. It's me. And it's set in South Central Los Angeles. Cause goddammit, it's my turn, it's my saga. It's a special edition of Open Mike's manga. So draw me in a fiesta or a white Honda. In my stand, goddammit, his name is Black Magic. He got a glow like show enough from Last Track. It's a black rebrand, so draw it free-handed. Joe M.E. and Arsenio Speedwagon. I'm a Joe Star. I hear you saying, oh my God. I'm trying to tell you I'm a Joe Star. I will never be a co-star, no. I'm a Joe Star. I'm a Joe Star. I hear you saying, oh my God. I'm trying to tell you I'm a Joe Star. Five-point star on my neck, I'm a Joe star. See my shoulders and my silhouette, I'm a Joe star. Give the name Eagle in my mind, I'm a Joe star. Yeah, I'm human, I identify as a Joe star. So, Taylor. Yes? Have you ate today? Ate today? (laughs) I'm pretty sure we've tried to do this joke in the past and it just doesn't work. Or it could, because it's fucking not funny but <laughs> uh well uh yeah i did i had a pb and j before we did this yes okay good 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 so you know how you said you were uh throwing out positive energy with your selection of track right. off of the new open mic eagle eagle album right 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 yeah let's take a hard <laughs> left turn Uh-oh. oh no uh, it's time for a Taylor band, folks. Be very afraid. Oh, here we go. I'm uh, up. My, num- my number eight is Immersion by Primitive Man. I, I have no idea what this is. Primitive Man is the heaviest fucking band on the face of the earth. Uh-oh. Get your ears ready. They, they are a big, loud sludgy death doom band mm. 
and they're three big burly motherfuckers who uh, bounce at bars in Denver, Colorado. I've met them a few times. They're kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, but no, they just make the biggest, sludgiest, most abrasive approach to doom metal imaginable. <laughs> nice! Yeah, and they're uh, one of the better concerts I've seen in the past sort of five years. I'll give them that. Cool. Uh, and yeah, this is their new album. It's uh, their 2017 album, Caustic, was like 73 minutes long. This one's about 38 minutes long. Oh, wow. So that's it, whoa. <laughs> A big so step they, down. <laughs> they trimmed it. Uh, they trimmed it down. They focused it. It's mean. It's angry. Uh, it's negative. It's a downer. Uh, and, uh, I'm going with the opening track, The Lifer.
So Polly, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Stanley parable joke. Okay. And ask you about your number eight, number eight, eight number, number eight, eight, number eight, eight, number eight, number eight. Because <laughs> it's it's the running gag that will not die. It, no, no, no. We're just gonna do it every single. <laughs> Every single fucking we're gonna time. Do, we're gonna do it until it's funny again. Exactly. And then we're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> That's how all good comedy works. So you, you you went you went with some harsh doom, some very yes. loud abrasive doom for your number eight pick. Well, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw a curveball, but it's not gonna be such a hard curveball because I'm gonna keep us in that doom territory. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tone the abrasiveness down a bit. I'm going to add a little bit more melody. I'm going to smooth mm-hmm. things out. Maybe, maybe, some, uh, maybe some tighter, more spacious production. My number eight is Paul Bearer. I... My number eight is Paul Bearer, Forgotten Days. Yeah, I, I figured that's where you were going with it. Yeah, melodic doom metal makes a triumphant return to my list. Uh this is great. This is a good album. This is like this is an album that I actually didn't immediately like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a. It, this one took me probably four or five listens uh, before I finally warmed up to it. Um, but then, like, there was a point, like after that, where literally every day I kept finding like the melodies getting stuck in my head more and more because this is kind of the doom. Like they've got that slow plotting grinding pace to them but there mm-hmm. are just really bright melodies to their music that, that make doom mel- metal palatable to my little baby ears <laughs> <laughs> uh and i chose my i think it's probably my second favorite track on the album uh, vengeance and ruination mm-hmm. just again like pro- it's probably the the of all the melodies on the album this is probably the one that gets stuck in my head the most yeah. So that's the reason I went with uh, this one. So yeah, my number eight is Paul Bear's Forgotten Days, and have a listen to Vengeance and Ruination. <laughs> Thank you. 
Moving on up the list, we arrive at lucky number seven. Uh, Taylor, do you got a number seven? Surely there's one in this massive pile of music that you have. There, there is, in fact. Uh, so my number seven is uh, Solitude by Cloud Kicker. Okay. I knew this came out. I did not listen to it, however. Yeah, so Cloud Kicker is I don't I actually don't know where he's based. He moves every once in a while. Mm. It's a solo instrumental yeah. prog metal project. Yep. Uh he actually had an album out last year that featured in my top ten, and then, you know, uh his day job is a commercial airline pilot. <laughs> that's that's so wild. <laughs> yep. Uh so uh, I imagine that there was at least a, a period of time where he had a lot of time on his hands, so he made an album in quarantine and released it this year, and it's pretty damn good. What's the name uh, of the album? Solitude. Solitude. Okay, makes sense. It's quarantine. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so where um, his last year's album leaned a little bit on, like, the froggier and spacious elements this is more of his like heavier side mm. so you still you're still gonna get like your super mind-bending uh time signature changes and all that good stuff your wild tapping melodies and that kind of thing uh but this time he's kind of he's leaning harder into like his mashuga influences on this one. Oh, you got some good chuggas here then oh yeah there's some chugga chuggas this guy, this guy is also man. I'd never put it together until now that because I did not know that he was a commercial airline pilot. But uh, this guy's got to be hugely inspired by the Disney cartoon Tailspin. That's literally where the band name comes from. Yeah, yeah, because Kit Cloud Kicker is from that. Yeah, okay, okay. Now it all makes yeah. sense. Now it all comes together. Because I wasn't sure if that if Cloud Kicker was something he just pulled out of the ether and it just it was happenstance that that's the name of a character, uh, or not. So oh okay. Nope, it's it's Tailspin. Okay, okay, that that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, it wasn't always public knowledge what he did, although. When his 2010 album Beacons, all of the album titles were like the last transmissions from plane crash recordings. Oh, God. Uh, I kind of put two and two together, and then I just asked him at the concert I went to on his one and oh. only tour with Intronaut as his backing band. Oh, shit! Intronaut! About them a Woo. little later. Intronaut. Yeah, so... Again, it's more of the same, but now with that heavier edge, and I'm going with the song Ban Kiao. I think that's how you say that. It's got a Q in it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I could have gone with an easier-to-say album type song title, but I went with Ban Kiao. So let's listen.
So, Polly, now that we're past the impronounceable, why don't you give us a number seven album? A number seven. Pulling in to station number seven. So, hooray for another entry for an album I picked up on a whim. Because, again, I just, I look at albums that are coming out, I look at YouTube previews, or I find a track that I like or something. It's like, oh, hey, I've, I've never heard of this artist prior to, uh, <clears throat> prior to uh, picking up this album, but... Having done so now, I'm glad that I did because hey, they're they are now on, they are now immortalized on the on the very prestigious uh, album of the year podcast uh, that, that's hosted on SoxmakingPeopleSexy.net. My number seven is Humavoid Lidless. Oh yeah, yeah. I gave this a spin. They're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh, some more of that good chugga chugga shit. Uh, yeah. A little more melody. They're just a, they're they're a Finnish aggressive prog band basically. Uh, and this album is just one that went completely far and beyond my expectations with just how loud it is, how crunchy it is, and how technical it is. But it doesn't sacrifice either uh, the brutality or the melody. It just it makes it all work together just stupidly well. Um, you got your chugga chugga. You've got some nice clean vocals. You got some real awesome screamed vocals. Um, them drums are super good, but I'm pretty sure they're sampled. Just, uh, mm. you know, just they sound, yeah. they sound, or they sound a bit sampled to me. But not gonna take anything away from it. It sounds good on record, and that's that's all I need. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, Humavoid Lidless, and the track I chose is Matter. Hey, it's my favorite track on the album, so we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> Here's Matter.
so Taylor, I Yo. guess, I guess we find ourselves getting ready to close out the first day. Yeah, we're getting there. We're we're getting there. We're getting there pretty quickly. Uh, Taylor, I guess you're just gonna get. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to say goodbye to everybody today with your number six. What what kind of note are you leaving everybody with on a number six? Uh, so you remember how I just talked about how Intronaut was Cloud Kicker's backing band of the one and only <laughs> time he went on tour. Yep. Well, my number six is Fluid Existential (laughs) Inversions by Intronaut. Uh, This this album just missed my list as well, but I really, really like it. Yeah, so this is... uh, So their last album kind of reintroduced sort of the death metal elements and the harsh vocals and all that. Mm -hmm. This is... I would say this kept sort of the heavy approach, but there's... I had no harsh vocals I can remember on this one. not at all. This is straight... Straight up, like, super progressive, technical heavy metal. Again, we're, we're, we're living in chug land for a while. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of chug here, but it's really clean chug. Like, it's not like dirty mashuga kind of chug. Uh, this, is yeah, a very, no, it, this is a cleanly produced album. Yeah, it's not this big <laughs> roiling robotic insanity. <laughs> it's just this very sort of straightforward four-piece rock band thing, but it's yeah. really mind-bending and technical and finicky. And uh, to go with that, I'm going with the opening track, which is yeah. named after drugs. It's Cubensis. It's also got a catchy hook. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. Which is this also one. important <laughs> for me. Yeah, you need to... <laughs> things gotta have a nice earwormy hook, I suppose. And this, yeah, this fits the fucking bill. This track's so good.
So, Polly. Hey. You want to close out our first day? I think I think I'm gonna do us proud. I think that like I think the end of the first day, I think we're gonna send him home happy, Taylor. I think I think we're good. I think I got us. I think I got us covered. I'm not gonna let you down. I promise. I think we're I think we're I think we're gonna be in agreement with the album on 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 my list uh, that we're we're closing out the day with. So you have to wonder how this band feels. Having released an album, <laughs> having released an album a year ago called Vector, and then they released an album this year called Virus. The, yeah, the timing. Oh my god! Oh my god! How did? Oh uh. uh, yeah, my number six is Haken Virus. Yep. Oh man! <laughs> Just uh, so. <laughs> Oh boy, it's it's good. This is gonna make for a funny second episode. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> but look, man, Haken is awesome. They they yeah. they were they were on both of our lists last year. I'm only mm-hmm. just assume. I don't know. I like I don't preview these these selections in advance. I can only assume that this album probably made Taylor's list at some point as well. Yeah, um, I, I don't give I don't give too many outward indications of what I'm thinking with these typically. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, other than other than just the the, the funny coincidence with uh, the the album names, um, this is just more of that clean, super just polished. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't want to call it formulaic because it's not like in the same way that I think of Dream Theater as as formulaic prog rock. Uh, I think that Haken has kind of a bit more of a bite to them, uh, and they got some chugger going on. They, there's some decent chug um, yeah. coming from the Haken camp, uh, well, and they're all playing eight string guitars. It's hard to not have chug. Exactly. Exactly. It's just it's it. This is just as good as the last album they put out. So. The album, or the, the, the song that I chose from the album, uh, not my favorite track on the album, uh, but I went with The Strain because I didn't want to give away, uh, like, I didn't want to give away, like, over a fifth of their album. <laughs> <laughs> Which we could easily end up doing if we chose either the monster 17-minute track or the 10-minute <laughs> track. So we're going to go easy on you, and I'm going to give you The Strain, which is a more digestible, single kind of version of what they do. But it's real good. It's got a great hook. It's super melodic. You're going to absolutely love it. This is from Haken's Virus. This is The Strain.
gonna put a cap on day one. But before we say goodbye, Taylor, can I have you 10 to 6 one more time? My number 10 was Visions of Bodies Being Burned by Clipping. My number 9 was No by Boris. My number 8 was Immersion by Primitive Man. My number 7 was Solitude by Cloud Kicker. And my number 6 was Fluid Existential Inversions by Intronaut. That, that name <laughs> sounds, sounds so sexual! <laughs> I'll be the one to say it. It sounds really sexual. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, cer- I, I certainly feel like I'm performing Conalingos trying to say it. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, folks. My number, my number 10 is R.I.P. Dead End. My number 9 is Open Mike Eagles Anime, Trauma, and Divorce. My number 8 is Paul Bearer Forgotten Days. My number 7 is Humavoid Lidless. My number 6 is Haken virus tune in on the 24th to find out what our actual top five albums of 2020 are but until then want y'all to do us one favor and go listen to more death grips 